Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Thanks so much for tuning in to Bravo Happy Hour. Just a reminder that if you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to give me a five-star rating and a little review. It's super helpful for the show and allows for fellow Bravo lovers to find out about the show. Today's co-host is Angelica Florio. She's one of the funniest guests on Bravo Happy Hour, and you can hear her back from episodes 2, 10, and 23, and today coming on for the fourth ep. She's back today to tackle this mess and more, and if you guys don't already know, Angelica is an amazing writer for Bustle, which is an awesome website, and her Twitter is... Angelica Florio with a zero at the end. So follow her because her tweets, her Instagram stories are perfection. Oh Welcome back. Thank you so much. What an intro. Wow. Thank you. You probably have heard of me before when I was shouted out as the girl who showed up with no friends <laughs> in the best shout out ever. Um, in that episode <laughs> oh, with yeah, Mercedes. Mercedes did give you a, uh, she's like, you can come to any it. of our parties yeah. because people always yeah. go. Yeah, she was like, just come by yourself. Don't feel weird about it. Angelica came by herself. And I was just like, I just <laughs> laughed at myself because I was like, that is like me. And like, yeah, I will be like the poster child for like showing up by yourself. Hey, I've met <laughs> a lot of my closest friends, obviously like even Bravo related friends yeah. because I showed up places alone. I totally, like, I am like a huge <laughs> proponent of it. I mean, only in certain cases. I'm not like that kind of person who's like read alone at a bar because I could never do that and I no, people do that That's no I know I've like heard people be like the only way you can really meet a man yeah. is if you go to bars and read if I'm you like go to it's a bar, dark. sit like naked and read That's yeah how you do it <laughs> no don't do that no please don't um, and if you can't go to read at a bar like read some dickens at a bar <laughs> get some dick get some dick read some dickens you yeah. know the drill ladies <laughs> yeah if you can do that more power to you but I'm also just like go to housewives events by yourself because that's a really great way to meet people certainly so, and Megan has awesome events I'm so excited that she's doing this weekly viewing party on Wednesdays you can Aww. plug that no I love it that fits thank into you your... it kind of fits perfectly right now so okay. if you guys don't know Bravo Happy Hour is hosting a weekly viewing party for the Real Housewives of New York at a bar in downtown Manhattan called Professor Tom's it's really crazy the first oh one God. was this past week for the premiere there's like a hundred people there there was a Shotsky, games, just tons of Bravo lovers. It was so fun. It was so much fun. It was fun. seriously the best. I, it was like a heaven. You walk into a bar, and at every – there's not a one sports game playing. Like, no football on one of those giant TVs. It's all Bravo. It was – Magical. Yeah, everywhere you look, there's like Bethany Frankel's face. So feel free to check out the Instagram account for Bravo Happy Hour, and you could go in the link in the bio and find out all about the next Wednesday event. Yay, I'm so excited. So let's just jump right into it. Starting with the Royal Housewives of New Jersey, Joe Giudice, who is the husband of Teresa Giudice, uh, oh, current husband, um, we should say. Not for long. So he is supposed to be released on March 14th. So actually, we're recording on the 12th, but... He will be out on the day that this comes out, Thursday the 14th. Hi day. <laughs> but now the Federal Bureau of Prisons has listed his release now as unknown as he waits on the decision for his deportation appeal. Oh, my God. What are – I just, like – I I hate to, like, be getting any ounce of satisfaction out of this because, like, <laughs> I actually don't – I don't know. I ha, Like, I could get into a whole diatribe about how I care about, like, oh, like – Thank God this is, like, a white guy getting deported, like, who's actually a felon and, like, mm -hmm. committed all these crimes. Like, uh, like this is one ICE thing I can get behind, <laughs> um, but not actually. Um, it's actually really sad. But I am also like, what is Teresa doing in these next two days? 
I mean, like, what do you think she's doing right now? Like, I'm actually like, I wish I had, I wish we had Teresa Cam. <laughs> like, Big Brother. Yeah. Like, yeah. a 24 hour Teresa Cam. I'm surprised she didn't, like, I'm surprised Bravo didn't set that up. Like, Andy loves this story. Like, it's so, it's obvious. Well, it's been reported that they are actually currently filming season 10 right now, and that Teresa was actually given a raise this season because obviously she's going to be filming the entire deportation, thus leading to potentially their divorce. Yeah. So they bumped up her salary. Currently, she was making 62 k an episode with with 18 episodes a season, coming out to $1.1 million a oh. season. Well, that is if they get a whole 18 episode next season. I know, right? <laughs> Lately, they've been cutting Jersey off early. I kind of think that's the sweet spot with these types of shows. Like, when you really let, yeah. allow it to drag on, like, Atlanta had, like, so many snooze episodes. Yeah, where it's and, like, like storylines ma- that start yeah. and end yeah. within the season. Like, like, three episodes. That's the point. I, I feel yeah. like Jersey really has it down, especially this past season. This past season was so good. Like, I'm actually... <laughs> Oh, my friend just asked me what my top five housewives is, and I didn't include Marge, but she should be in there. Oh, yeah. She's definitely up she's there for me. She's in the top five, I think. And I also point. really like Jackie. I, I thought, I and I also love yes. Jennifer. We oh, definitely yes. talked about justice I, for Jennifer. I, thank you. I'm so glad you're on my side <laughs> with that because most people are, like, just strongly against her. And I'm like, are you kidding me? She provided so much. She went on Instagram recently, I saw, and she was like, I put all of my 16 bathrooms on my stories. And I was like, I saw that post the day after this big announcement like two days after she posted that and I was like god damn it it's not still there like I need to see these 16 bathrooms like bring it back like I'm gonna DM her and be like hey Jennifer I really need to see your 16 bathrooms girl like she'll be like check my highlights <laughs> I see I know all. I literally did check they're not in there of course she doesn't think to do that like well, yeah, she's I, not social media no. savvy well I think uh, she posted like some troll was messing with her and then she posted their phone number and email address on her oh social channels oh my god of course like, Jennifer girl. is gonna get someone doxxed seriously like, <laughs> I don't want to mess with her because she'll literally just find out my address and be like, oh, get this girl in Bushwick. Go to her. <laughs> like, people will. Right. Actually, no, she has no power. So. No, she has Unless zilch. I say something against Trump, then, you know. Against Trump or, like. She would get the Trumpers. Oh, God. Oh, God She's actually yeah. dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Teresa. Like, they're She's the, trigger they're happy. They're very, like, yeah, they're so kind of, I don't want to, like, say this, but they're pretty dumb. <laughs> I don't want to say this, but I'm gonna. It's really hard not to, like, you know, just say that with Teresa. Like, for a while, I was like, she's so drugged out. She's obviously on, like, a million Percocets. Like, and I think she is still. Because she changes. Like, she's very... I mean, well, if you think about it, like, the catalyst to why she flipped the table was because Danielle was like, pay attention, please. So having her be told, like, to pay attention as if she's, like, yeah. not getting it, like, that probably must have been, like, a, yeah. a thing that she's dealt with her whole oh, life, definitely. like, being dumb. That's true. And but that's, that's, like, not she, a bad thing. She turned oh. on Jackie in that mm-hmm. when Jackie was like, you can't even read. She was and like, then, you hungry? It's like, yeah, that, no. that was where she brought up that weapon, which <laughs> But to get back to Joe, yeah. the lawyer who is like that big fat guy who I always think they still that, use him, right? I always think like him and <laughs> Teresa are going to get together. Them both in jail. Yeah, like, exactly. I just don't know. I always think like you might want to switch lawyers like after you go to jail. Teresa like, doesn't understand that. Much. Yeah, like I, and I'm not saying like it's all the lawyers' fault. Obviously, Joe deserves what he got, but I'm also. Like, that guy? Like, we've seen him. He was, like, at... He goes to their, like, parties. Like, the day she got out of jail, he was like, we got you, Alexis. It's like, well, yeah. that was a good idea. Like, oh I'm God, pretty yeah. sure. Like, with what money? Like, don't they also <laughs> exactly. owe $400,000? So he said, however, due to the immigration order and detainer lodged against him, that is not a release date, meaning he's not coming home on that date. 
we are optimistic that once this appeal is of, heard, there's like double negatives. Yeah, I know. <laughs> As I just was reading, like, that this last is not not a release date, <laughs> but he is not not coming home. <laughs> he said, "We are optimistic that once his appeal is heard, he will receive the appropriate relief and will be able to come home and remain there with his family. They love him, they support him, and they miss him tremendously." Woof. Oh God, Teresa so is like dreading him coming home. I can just tell. Like honestly, when oh god like uh yeah didn't someone make a quote about this like oh Jacqueline yeah Jacqueline Larita so if you guys don't remember Jacqueline it's probably for the best she was on seasons one through seven looks like Jennifer but like mm, not as like like from Vegas yeah she's such a Vegas girl (laughs) yeah because Jacqueline's I I just I judged her the moment I found out she's from Vegas no offense I mean, how do you not judge her? For it's that? one thing to be like, I don't know. She just never fit in, and that was. She evident. always just de- desperately wanted to be Caroline and Dina. She wanted to be yeah. in that, but I'm she was like with so, Danielle. There are so many, just like there's so much lack of closure with that whole story. What the hell happened with Dina? What the hell happened? Like Dina and Teresa are friends. What's up going on with Caroline's family? Like I need to know more. Is Caroline friends with? Like, who is she with? I think Caroline's friends with no one. But, yeah, Jacqueline's obviously her sister-in-law. They don't talk anymore. But she had an Us Weekly exclusive. You know Jacqueline was Jacqueline like, Jacqueline was so like, excited. She was so happy. She's like, they're calling me. They're finally they calling me. They need me back. <laughs> she said, I don't care if I was making a million dollars in the state of New Jersey. If my husband, the love of my life, and father of my kids said we are moving to a new state or a new country, I'd be like, bye-bye, and I'd get my <laughs> kids together, pack up our shit, and go with him. That's just what families are supposed to do, ride or die. Like, I, I understand and agree with Jackie. Like, yeah, if your husband wasn't a piece Jacqueline. of fucking... Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jacqueline. I mean, she could be Jackie. Yeah, no, she, she's, she's so not, not Jackie. <laughs> yeah. But I understand where she's coming from. Like, the sentiment mm. is true, and I think obviously yeah you're you want to stay with your family you want to stay with the love of your life he put her ass in jail exactly yeah he put it's her so whole family because life her husband jacqueline's husband is like the angel of all of the house Such a good husbands man. like oh my god chris Lorita with those blue eyes like oh. he's not my type oh, but like eye. the way he treats her is like wow if yeah. jacqueline could get this guy to like put up with all of her antics and always stand by her side like oh my god and like be a stepfather to Ashley. Oh, willingly. that girl. That that takes a lot that of That is like the ultimate curse. Like everybody is like, oh, you like you she has kids. Like, and then what if you get stuck with like Ashley as your daughter? Like, oh god. <laughs> I that always poor hated man. that whole trope where it was like, Ashley, you're terrible at school. You go to summer school, you fail that too. Here's a brand new jeep he's like so this is gonna bad. motivate her i'm like the worst the, parenting the only thing i know won't that won't motivate her is knowing that there's a brand yeah. new car waiting oh for her to turn 16 or whatever if my parents had given me anything in high school i would be such a trash person my right parents now, didn't give me anything so and i still I wasn't motivated <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. like i don't know what like well i'm not gonna get shit out of this <laughs> <laughs> well speaking of people from jersey who are evidently motivated joe gorga has released a oh, new God. book it is an ebook exclusively on Amazon called The Gorga Guide to Success, Business, Marriage, and Life Lessons from a Real Estate Mogul. I love how real estate mogul is giving me, like, marriage advice. Yeah. Like, what? I want to know which, like, Jiminy Cricket, like, got in his ear and was like, become a thought leader. Like, become a motivational coach. Like, I think he, like, just 
discovered Tony Robbins. Oh, totally. Like, I think he's like, I can do this. And Tony, I would love to see him with Tony Robbins because Tony Robbins, like, his <laughs> first book, I think, of course I know this, but his first book is, like, The Giant something giant within and tony <laughs> robbins is like seven feet tall and yeah. then there's like joe gorga it just like represents everything that's like they're <laughs> such polar opposites but like joe gorga wants to be like this big man like superhero guy and like it's bad <laughs> enough that there's one tony robbins of course he's like tony oh yeah. tony hey, robbins you italian you yeah. italian he's <laughs> italian of course he knows how to <laughs> fix people's life oh my god joe gorga of all people though we don't need this on the bio. No, on I mean he's the most sexist. Like I hate that he is like even considering giving anyone advice. Like he seriously, like the way he denigrates his wife's job. I mean, I kind of hate Melissa. Like, don't get no, me wrong. I'm like I, a weird I'm like with Dolores, where it's like, oh, I'm Miss Perfect. Like, I totally I agree. completely yes, agree, but I also find yeah. her harmless. I find her harmless, she's harmless in a way. She annoys the shit out of me because she's like the most basic bitch. Her style is all so like Century 21. I know. I'm always just like, oh god. And it's I like Forever 21. The... Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like never 21. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she like. Actually, I remember somebody in one of the housewives groups I'm in on Facebook posted a picture of her like shopping at like I think like um, Marshalls, <laughs> and I was just like, that is so like yes. She had like a Gucci belt on, so she goes, oh. she goes and buys a fake Gucci belt, and then she goes to Marshalls and like she looks it too. But you know what? I'd actually prefer like I like a housewife who's like you know what? If I'm gonna buy my kid a Ralph Lauren polo, why not go to Marshalls and get it for twenty four? Oh, no, rather I than totally, Bloomies for seventy five. I respect that. I respect <laughs> that thriftiness. Like you just heard me. Like my parents didn't give me anything. I. I love a good deal. I, I know. I'm like, please Century don't 21. knock Marshalls. I'm like, that was a <laughs> personal sick. attack at me. I might cry because like. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So then she's TJ Maxx because we all know that sort of Yeah. Saying. She's a Maxinista. She can't help it. <laughs> no, but it. it's just that when you're on a show, like literally, I hate the Beverly Hills Housewives right now, but look at how they're turning up with the clothes and like, it's oh, yeah. like kind of what I want. And same with Atlanta. Like they bring the style. They bring something fun to look at. And I get that Jersey's thing is like we're like off Family. Yeah, we're about family. <laughs> we don't need the material thing. So the bio of this book says, Gorka understood early that you got to have balls in order to get ahead. From his first job selling papers to his first foray into business, he learned from his immigrant Italian parents how to work hard, negotiate the best deals, and always keep two feet in one boot. Which have helped. <laughs> what? I don't know what that means. That was a really, really confusing line. <laughs> Did he line. mean pull yourself up by your bootstraps? Two, you got... <laughs> two feet in one boot, which have always he was helped trying him to, say to pull, He's like trying to say, like, I put my pants in, one, like, put, put my shoes on one shoe at a time, <laughs> and then he got confused, and he's like, I put my shoes on two shoes in a boot <laughs> two feet a boot you can't expect him to understand like idiomatic expressions like that'd be, yeah. that'd be too much maybe oh my god. I mean maybe I'm he does have a secret to life like I, I kind of am like curious oh if it's an ebook like you can probably it's 9.99 so if anyone wants to shoot that to not me not 99 on cents I know you mean like 0.99 so I there's 10 reviews on <laughs> Amazon right now. Oh Most of them are positive. One was like, oh, so glad you're riding the coattails of your little sister. Then then there was one that said, one of the best and easiest reads I've read in a really long time. <laughs> Very easy to relate to coming from the real estate industry of myself. Inspirational, to say the least. Oh. A must read. Inspirational and easy yeah. to read? Like, <laughs> like, I, I, guess I love that, that the, one of the 
easiest reads I've I read like in a while. I like to think that it's like see spot run, but like yeah. see Joe <laughs> build. <laughs> it's just like see Joe pull his shoe himself up Two by his feet in one boot. You put one foot in and you put the other foot in. Then I don't know. You hop around. Oh my god! I've never heard that. I, it I is really not an expression. It is really not an I expression. Don't think it is either. Also, I like. I'm. I want to know more of the shade. Like, of course, we know so much about this family, but you know how he was like. I was curious in the the um the end of it, the whatever the reunion when he comes up. It was so funny because he kept like, kind of like saying to Andy like just kind of like acting as if he's not actually saying things but like he was he was like i earned my money the the right way you know uh huh you know what i mean and it's like yeah you're saying you were you played by the rules and joe Gore, joe judice was off the books um and but he said something about like Joe Judice was like hanging out with the dad more, Teresa's dad. So that made me wonder: Is Teresa's dad like a con artist? I, th- I, could I mean, see that. well, do you not remember the christening? Like, yeah, could be like my father, yeah, my father. Like Joe and the father, so I think, is. had like a really close relationship because think, like, even Gia is what eighteen years old now, mm. and Joe and Melissa's oldest kid is what. 14, 15. Yeah. So they probably had like years of yeah. being grandparents well, yeah, to Joe her Judas kids. Yeah, Joe was around as like a high school Yeah, like exactly. That too. With so, Teresa. I mean, well, Joe Judice and Joe Judice are basically the same person. Yeah. Joe Judice is like more I hardened know. because he's a criminal, so that probably like oh weighs God. heavy I on your soul. I liked him. That's the thing. Like, I weirdly liked him. Did you ever like him? Not sexually. No, is that what you're like? No, I, no, I don't no. Think that's I mean not. That. I'm like maybe if I did a little bit of deep like introspection and like come <laughs> yeah. up with something but no I just thought he was like I just like, kind of liked him and I liked how his daughters liked him so much yeah. I was like he mu- there must be something about him that we're not seeing but obviously that's not <sighs> true he just is a total schmuck he's gonna end up going to Florence and just like what would he do like oh. tan leathers yeah right <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Maybe he'll open like a pizza shop or something. Didn't they try to do that? Yeah, open a pizza shop and open up some. Yeah, right. He's like pizza this, in he's Italy. Like, this is uh, New Jersey style pizza. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically Sparrows. I, I would love that because nobody in Italy would give a shit about him. Uh, and he, honestly, he he's would like have an amazing probably, life. Or he'll join the mafia. He's a hundred percent joining the mafia and yeah, just like start a new family. Sicily. Oh yeah, I mean he basically said that when Teresa said. Uh, like, yeah, that's what Joe said. Like, you, you'll all find someone else. You'll find someone else. I could not believe she would, like, just say that. She's so over it. Like, that just proves, like, she's over it. She hates him. He made her, like, lose time with her mom. Like, it's fair. She should hate him. Fuck Joe Judice. Yeah. Bye. But, like, this week, we're probably going to get <laughs> yeah. news. Maybe. Hopefully by <laughs> Monday's episode, we'll hear something and obviously tune back in because we will be reporting on it. If they're um if they're filming like that will be on oh 100 percent yeah so moving on to really interesting news so if you guys watch Shaws of Sunset which is an amazing show Sherwin Ruparvar which I'm positive I'm pronouncing his last name incorrectly I had no idea that was his last name yes same so Sherwin Swervin Sherwin who I find very cute 
So Shaza Sunset star Shervin is suing a woman that he is claiming is trying to extort him for hundreds of thousands of dollars because she alleged that he slipped her a date rate drug in Vegas. So a little backstory. Shervin said he met this woman in Vegas last December after they connected on social media. He then claimed they met at his hotel. They had a drink and chatted before he told her he had to get ready for a business engagement. He claims the woman without warning started shouting obscenities, accusing him of slipping her a drug and bolted from the room. Then her lawsuit said that he had drugged her. Cops took no action (laughs) against him. About a month after the confrontation, Shervin said that he got a letter from her agent, which, lol, her agent, threatening to rat him out to production companies about the incidents unless he forked over 350K. That's some fucking extortion. That's some extortion. Also, this woman's a genius. Right? I like, take t- notes, I, ladies. She needs to be writing a book. Put <laughs> your book down at the bar that you're sitting at currently. Yes. And start extorting start men. Start taking notes. Uh, she <laughs> could write this book better. I would buy it before I bought Joe, Joe Judas, Gorga, any of the Joes. Yeah. <laughs> I was I shocked God. and appalled. I, I think, like, it's such a – I just hate these stories when the woman comes off sounding so bad because I'm just like, God damn it. Like, you're ruining it for other women. Yeah. Anytime, like, any woman comes out with, like, a quote-unquote fake story, it's like, ah, oh, but that's just, like, kind of – what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it un- invalidates? Yeah, invalidates, Den- like, uh, other – Devalues. <laughs> We're just like the Gorgers. We're like ruins. Devaluation. It subtractiates. For many of us, the holidays will look different this year. Family and friend reunions might not be the same, but that shouldn't stop us from feeling close. That's why I'm gifting my loved ones the most meaningful gift this year, a chance to tell their story and share memories using StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's a fun new way to engage with family, especially those you can't see in person this year. Around this time last year, I lost my grandfather, and I felt this insane guilt that I didn't ask him enough questions about his love story with my grandma, his career, his immigration journey from Italy in the 1960s, and so much more. To honor his birthday this past year, I gifted my grandma a StoryWorth membership. Every week, StoryWorth emails her a different prompt with questions you'd never think to ask, like, if you were to do it over, what would you have done differently? Or when was your first kiss? You can customize your prompts to ask anything you'd like, so I obviously had to ask, who's your favorite grandkid? Just kidding. (laughs) After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that ships for free. I'm planning to order one for myself, my brothers, and my cousins so we can share our grandparents' story with our children someday. Give your loved ones the gift of spending time together wherever you live with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash bravohh. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash bravohh for $10 off. If you are anything like me, you haven't bought a single gift for anybody this year, maybe other than yourself. (laughs) This will be an amazing gift for anybody who is looking for that last minute gift that doesn't involve shipping costs and will be something that you can pass down to your families for generations. That's storyworth.com slash bravohh for $10 off you guys and you get a deal look at that from their point but no it it takes away the legitimacy of their claims yeah from the texas ingredients oh my god at the end of this i want to go through a like step by step like how do we we need to just have a like a jada pinkett smith should have a round table red table (laughs) thing about like how do we pronounce multiple texts texts yeah not texas not texas so anyway that's just no. but yeah no i hate this like i here's what i think when i heard this story i was like okay here's my 
I'm going to put on my investigation hat and just guess that maybe they were doing drugs. And then he basically maybe did something that made her mad. And then she was like, I'm going to use this as a story. Like yeah. That kind of thing. I don't know. But it's interesting that he gets what a letter from the agent. What happened with his girlfriend agent? in Australia? Oh, she was, he the- was totally not cheating on at all. You know, I kind of think she was a beard. Like, who has a long-distance relationship with someone in Australia? Like, you're a very good-looking man. There's beautiful women who look just like your little Barbie doll girlfriend in Los oh, Angeles. everywhere in L.A. But maybe he likes a forbidden fruit. And I also think those boys have, like, major mommy issues. Like, where they're like, I can't bring a girl near my mother, my I mother. My, like, even Mike. Like, Mike will never be able to be fully fulfilled because like he's so shocking, his, like, Mike. Freudian thing with yeah. his mom. I mean, why did he... Yeah, God, I could talk about Shaw's forever. I love this show. Is it coming <laughs> so back? What's Definitely. going on with MJ? Well, her pregnancy has <gasps> oh, been real rocky. Oh, I about... Awesome. Oh, my God. Yes, this Can leads I, us perfectly. Oh my God. Yes, okay. yes, yes, I have yes. to just tell a quick story. So everyone knows that Finding Neverland came out, like, last week, 10 days ago or something. And she um, – <laughs> so she – I mean, I've heard about, about people, like, Bravo Lebs, like, blocking people on, like, Instagram, like, Twitter, whatever. Like, it's a common – occurrence but it's never happened to me so i i brought it upon <laughs> really myself. jack says blocked me really it's huge, it's huge oh my god i want to hear yeah. about that okay so also was like of course she's married to michael jackson's like nephew um i think it's jermaine jackson is the i guy. think like the it's junior like, yeah, jermaine jackson, jackson jr junior. and then her son is a jackson basically Sultan jackson yeah oh you also better run back right. to her a beautiful mother like just let that mother right. just like oh. raise that child with her cat. no not that i'm saying like no i'm not saying that jermaine jackson has any problem i don't know the jackson is just kind of like this story is obviously so true that michael was molesting all these kids like it's i mean allegedly like for legality reasons i'll say allegedly um, but you know, it's like, there's so much evidence, but like one of the things that was kind of bothering me about like the Jacksons, um, they were denying it so strongly. And I was like, you know, um, it's funny that this all is happening just two weeks after R. Kelly was finally, uh, actually found guilty because, and arrested, um, because R. Kelly was also acquitted. Yeah. In the past. So they're the Jacksons are like, oh, Michael Jackson was acquitted like in 2000. It was like 2003. Basically, like if you look at all of the legal stuff, like a new case came up. One of the guys who was in the documentary came out and tried to um, file a lawsuit. But the, the judge um, didn't say that the the whatever he was saying was false, but he said he just couldn't make a judgment on it because mm-hmm. Michael Jackson's dead. Yeah. So anyway, I, I commented that on Asa's long ass, th- like she wrote this long post, like this is disgusting. These people are so disgusting to try to take down our family legacy. And I was like, oh my God. I commented and I was like, yeah, but R. Kelly was also found innocent. And then look what happened now. Like things change. And then um, she blocked me. And I was just Boom. like kind of shocked. First, she deleted my comment, and I was like, oh, oh I didn't know you okay. could even do that. Yeah, and then I commented again. I was like, I saw <laughs> that you deleted my comment. <laughs> she blocked you me. You got a hard block. And I actually have two Instagram accounts because oh. I'm, like, a shady weirdo. And I, like, <laughs> so I double-checked, and I was like, she blocked me. And I got, like, really upset because I was like, it's just sad to me that something someone who's as, like, she's, like, nice. She's a Persian pop, pop priestess. Yeah, I like her. And I was just like, oh, this is, like, sad to me. 
Um, but anyway, that was like shocking to me. This whole like Asa being involved in this is like a weird twist of events. Yeah, I didn't even see the documentary, but it's bone chilling. I really want to. Well, speaking of other forms of assault, this is another thing I kind of forgot that happened. Coming out of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Camille Grammer is actually still in a really messy court battle with her ex-boyfriend, Dimitri. Watch for this one. Sharma Lambala. (laughs) Wait, okay. Are you kidding me? No, I'm literally not kidding. He's Greek. Shara Lambalopoulos. Shara Lambalopoulos. Yeah, it always ends. It's Opolis. literally Just not. Go it, yeah, Opoulos. <laughs> over an alleged assault that she wants to be sealed from the media. So both are expected to testify on stand. So a little bit of backstory because I forgot this happened too. Back in 2014. Did you know this happened in the first place? Like, I does this sound remember, like something you remember? Okay. I, I remember I like it I being in like my world, but I didn't remember like reading like the details. Yeah. So Camille and Dimitri, I'm not saying his last name. This article I took it from only calls him by his last name. So it's like triggering. Oh, that's AP style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Camille and Dimitri slapped each other with dueling lawsuits. So Camille is accusing him of assaulting her in a Texas hotel room back in 2013 while she was actually recovering from a cancer surgery. And then Dimitri is then doing her for claiming that she fabricated the whole story and demands damages for defamation. So Grammer is now asking the judge to ban any photography or video from the trial because obviously she's like a public figure. She said, testimony in the matter touches on very personal sensitive issues and immediate presence will only distract the witnesses and the jury from the important matters that are here that they are there to decide. So I just want to say, like, lol, like, oh, and you're standing up for Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're literally in the middle of a lawsuit battling I'm assault. I'm going to barf when that episode airs. What the fuck? Hills. I don't want to see that. I'm already, like, I would have so much, um, I would have so much empathy, sympathy, whatever for her. <laughs> um, but... Except we see in that one clip, I hope maybe it's the editors that, like, just put it incorrectly. Maybe she's playing, maybe Camille's playing devil's advocate. Yeah, you know. She probably learned that from Kelsey. I bet he always was like, let me play devil's advocate. Maybe she was like, you know what, let's just say he is innocent. (laughs) Like, first then, that's what, because I can't stand her if she's actually going to be in that scene, like, arguing in favor of Brett Kavanaugh. I will just barf all over my screen. It's yeah, no, I can't, I can't see that. I don't want to watch that because Camille, of all people, it's like, you've dealt with shitty men your whole life. And look at this case. It's like, this is a man who, you know, violated you. I do respect that she's keeping the media out. Like, for me, I'm kind of like, you know, she's... Like, I've never been totally sure. Like, is she a thirsty bitch? Is she not a thirsty bitch? Yeah, I can't peg her. Like, it's really interesting because... I want to peg her. (laughs) (laughs) Kelsey could peg her. Oh, my God. She pegs Kelsey. We all know that. (laughs) Kelsey pegs her. No, her new hot man. Yeah, he's cute. It's just interesting because you think, like... You know, obviously she was on Frasier. She was like, she came into the Housewives as like one of the top tier ladies. Like, yeah, and wife she of was, Kelsey like, Grammer. Had a whole major. history of being, yeah, his wife. Yeah, and, like MTV. I think she was big in the yeah. '80s MTV days. And she like, like, produced like, Frasier episodes, I think. Or well, obviously, you know, when you're yeah, with the, the star, you kind of get that. She was there, but then no, I'll give her the credit. She produced it. She masterminded it. She came up with the story. She wrote it. She wrote it. She directed <laughs> Frasier. She created it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give Camille. You, I'm giving you all the props. Oh my God. Girl. She was the showrunner, and we all know 
National it. Women's History Month. And Camille, <laughs> you're getting some praise, even though you then later go and defend fucking Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> it's bone chilling. Oh, God. But it it's is. interesting. So she started off on top, and then whatever, after a couple seasons, becomes a friend of, and now is exclusively friend of, and like doesn't seem like she's oh like God. fighting for yeah, no, like, I think she's a like housewife. okay with it. Yeah. I think, why is she there? Like, I really don't know. I liked her in the last episode, though, because she was being like, Lisa, LVP's, like, one confidant who was there to, like, listen to LVP and there to, like, be a sounding board and be like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, like, She, like, never has anything always to there. say. Yeah, she's just kind of, like, sympathetic to LVP, and I'm on LVP's side. I have the worst opinions, I know. No, but are, like, no, are I you just kidding? I've of... had, like, multiple people being like, you're stupid! No, I totally, like, ah! I feel, I'm glad that, like, to me, I'm just like, I. of course LVP is manipulative, and, like, she's conniving, and thinks of all these amazing plots. Um, Lisa Rinna, what the fuck have you done for this show? You Zilch. did uh, yoga with goats. And that goat yoga was even, like, Staged. They had a damn person walking around pointing to the goat to where to go. I'm like, these goats don't even want to jump on you. Like, where's the fun in this? These goats don't even want to jump on you. I just like, and she thinks she's so funny. And I mean, I, that's like my biggest pet peeve. Like, I think I'm so funny, but like, I hate seeing that in other people. Right? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think you're so funny. Start a podcast. Yeah. Like, I'm like, let's see you do that. And then meanwhile, she's like a millionaire. Right. Uh, this is a digression, but I. There was the news about this, like, um, college um, oh, bribery yeah, scheme. And I was that. just shocked that Lisa Lisa Renna wasn't in it. I know. But I kind of, like, daughter went to NYU, and I was like, I bet she bribed the I house. want Lori now to come in as a Real Housewives. This, like, earns her status. Right? Yes. Like, this is the type of scandal that we've been dying for. Yeah. But actually, staying in OC... Staying in California, Heather Dubrow has been clapping back to haters because she posted a photo recently of her youngest daughter, Coco, wearing a little white suit. Mm. So if you guys don't remember, Heather was on OC from season 7 through 11. And actually, when I ask people up front like, what their housewife that they want to come back to a franchise, half the people come in and say Heather Dubrow, hmm. which I think is really okay. interesting. So yeah, she's a mother of four. Her youngest daughter, Coco, who is nine years old, they went to some event for whatever. Oh, a mother-daughter luncheon. Pardon. And That's awkward, though. What, a mother-daughter luncheon? Like, well, the concept I mean, this of... kid like, wants to be like gender neutral, and yeah. then it's like a mother-daughter. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what, let's just say mother offspring yeah right, at this <laughs> like point need to have that. so she chooses to wear this little white Coco. ensemble coco or a little suit right? a little suit with a pink bow tie Ooh. which is truly the cutest thing i've ever it seen it really is i've always thought her kids were really cute like i always kind of had this thing with heather where i was like i like think heather is actually soulless like if you look into her eyes like they're beady little like like <laughs> you can't eyes. see yeah they go straight through to her like black soul like i really think so i there were a few moments with heather where i really was like wow this woman is pure evil <laughs> like and I, i'm fine with her coming back on the show but she's just like so materialistic like mm-hmm. has like kind of just the worst i don't know i just like Champagne don't room find her cheap champagne yeah it's like i just find her like a social climber like holding on to this acting career that like was non-existent always rubbed me the wrong way i was just like what you're an actress like 
no <laughs> you don't even have an imdb page like i mean she might but i was like yeah she, you know she's made her own IMDb yeah yeah page. She, she made it herself yeah so anyway but i saw her kids and i saw coco and i was like Fuck they're yeah. good kids like i really think her kids are like nice i mean i just kind of think they're normal and it's nice that yeah. heather was like who gives a shit like what my kids wear like like this is what she wants to wear so she actually went on her podcast yeah. called heather dubrow's world which lol and she said I love the suit, and I have news for you. I don't care if Coco likes girls, boys, both, none. I don't care who or what she likes as long as she's a good, functioning, happy, independent human being. That is all I care about, and she loved the suit so much. Also, people were commenting on Instagram saying, oh, is that your little boy? Is that your little gay daughter? Like, what? Jesus. Because she's wearing a little suit. Like, Kourtney Kardashian rocks a suit. Carrie Bradshaw rocks Um, a suit. They're not lesbians all of a sudden. And you, yeah, everyone if they are, uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, no, I know you're not. Regardless, there. yeah, exactly. Like it's a door, it's an adorable suit. Like we don't know this kid is like nine. Like yeah. they don't have sexualities <laughs> yet, as far as I'm concerned. Like maybe they think they do, but yeah. I'm just like, just wait. Like just like let it, let it settle. Like do whatever you want. Fuck the trolls. Yeah, and I love that she stood up for that kid. But also today, it came out that Angelina Jolie walked on the red carpet for the Dumbo premiere with her three or four kids. And, like, all of them were, like, girls wearing suits. Yeah, like, no. This is, like, I the mean, new generation. Generation Z, I babysit. And, like, dude, they are all trans and non-binary. It's, like... Well, I'm- Shiloh is now John. Really? And then, oh. Yeah, and Viviana, who's the littlest one, also wears suits, too. Yeah, I know. Which, so like- I've seen that, like, a lot lately. So I'm, like, maybe this is just what we need to go with. Like, stop just putting your old outdated shit on these little kids and i like that heather got behind that like i think heather as much as i just said that she's the worst person ever weasel dead eyes (laughs) you know etc etc she's like (laughs) vapid and a husk of a human she is probably a good mom no i think she's a good mom and i was really proud that she said something to these fucking disgusting people because you know what get off like your computer screens all right, but out. yeah, no, you know what? A better way use of your time on the computer is leaving happy, good, positive reviews. Like for this podcast, leave a good review. Boom. I don't even have to say it myself. <laughs> My guests just I'll be do your it. Woman. <laughs> well, moving to news from Atlanta. So in this past week's episode, we talked about how Nini was on the outs with her co-stars from Atlanta. Yes, which I saw that on Watch What Happens. Crazy. Live. I don't always watch W-M-H-L, I never do, but I watched uh, Sundays. And yeah. Is that the one that? Um, yeah, there it was Cynthia and Marlo, mm-hmm. and I loved it. Marlo was awesome. Marlo was hysterical. I also ha- shout out to Tanya for, oh, for hitting, uh, pushing, not hitting, but pushing Marlo to the floor because I just like liked that. I mean, it was a very awkward moment, but I was just kind of like, uh, thank God someone's like willing to s- stand up to her. You know? I mean, it's kind of hard to stand up to, like, any of the women on Atlanta, I feel like, because they're, like, kind of willing to get physical, like, Kenya, Portia, mm-hmm. Cynthia, yeah. Nini, clearly know, just, insane. like, it's almost like beat the shit threat. out of, like, And I someone. bet Candy will have someone to do that for her. Oh, duh. No, Candy's <laughs> like, no, I actually <laughs> have a career and money yeah. and, like, have built oh, a thing. Candy. I, I respect her so much. Me too. But wait, so okay. Nini supposedly had unfollowed all of her cast members after the reunion on social media. And then someone was like, 
She also unfollowed Andy Cohen. So obviously Andy was That like happened on a, the air. Yeah, a big stink Andy about it. And he was like, stink. oh, she even followed me. And he kind of laughed about it. Yeah. But I was like, underneath that laugh, he's like crying. He's like, right. Andy doesn't love me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So then today she tweeted, I will say it again. I was never following Andy on Instagram. One, why? But okay, anyways, he wasn't following me or any housewives. He knows this. In fact, I texted him and asked, why'd you say that on Watch What Happens Live when we don't follow each other? All facts. Now go ask him. I never lied that Andy ended up saying, Nini is right. We follow each other on Twitter. I'm confused oh as God. why she doesn't follow Andy on Instagram. It's all so weird. Like, I, you said this with your aunt last time, I think. It was just like, why are you a grown woman worrying about, like, followers to me that is like the most I get it like followers matter when you're like a influencer or like I don't know like it's it's kind of foreign to me yeah but I'm also just like oh my god who gives a fuck about like and that is so childish to like unfollow your castmates and like expect that to mean something it's like I wouldn't even notice if someone unfollowed me how do any of these people even know <laughs> she like, probably it's has all the people. app that tells her yeah or she probably like alerts them I unfollowed you like something like that like somehow she gets it to them you know fans are doing it fans are fucking thirsty that's true yeah I mean comments by celebs like follow that shit but like, it's interesting because obviously this past week they discussed like what happened in the closet the closet the closet that that was like all this thing like this big issue and i think it's kind of being alluded to that nini physically hurt portia in this closet scene because you see her like with her belt off or whatever she's pregnant like girl that's not yeah. okay and i kind of think like on the show none of them were willing to open up about it but i believe on the reunion they all kind of were like no girl yeah you put your hands on a pregnant woman and like i don't care who the fuck you are you might be the head bitch on this show but you put your hands on her like and that's not okay yeah. so it should be interesting to see I'm the reunion like play out. I'm very skeptical of this because I kind of thought that what Candy was referring to on the actual episode was when she was like, you had your belt off. What was that? Mm-hmm. Like, I thought she was saying can't, uh, that Portia took off her belt as if she was going to hit Nini. Oh. And so that's what Candy was like, why did you do that? And then Portia then said on her little interview, she was like, Oh, I can't get into that, or else Nini will like on like we will yeah. not have a friendship. So I thought like it was more from of Portia like was ready to go to an extreme level, but a lot of people on this Facebook group, this Housewives Facebook group, I mean, have said that they think it's that Nini did that, and Portia somehow was like trying to protect Nini by not saying it. So I'd, but I would Nini's Portia head do bitch, that? Nini's head bitch in charge at the end of the day. Like would Portia so. actually like keep this huge bombshell? I guess we'll see. I mean, I, but I honestly reunion. think, like, whoever, someone's going to drop the ball at the reunion, and I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah no, I'm so excited. Oh, my God. There's, it's going to be such a big reunion. I mean, in all in all, like, I feel bad for Nini because, like, what you were saying last with your aunt, like, earlier this week is, like, um, yeah, like, she and Greg, like, were having problems, and now she's, like, Greg is being such an asshole. Like, yeah. every scene I've seen of him, like, her, him just, like, being a baby. When they had that chef come, and, like, he was, like, this oh, isn't wow. the food I want. I was just, like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, me, like I, feel, I felt really bad for her. And no. you're not supposed to say that someone who has cancer is being an asshole, but, like, I could see why Nini is suffering, you know? <sighs> So true. Well, that ends our show on a really dark-ass fucking note. Yeah, <laughs> suffering, cancer, abuse. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Obviously, you will be back. Oh, I hope so. Oh, this was great. So anybody, again, I will remind everybody, if you're in New York or any of the tri-state area, please come out to the Real Housewives of New York viewing party yes. every Wednesday in March. 
8 to 10 p.m. You Professor can come. Tom's. And I was joking. It's like Professor Tom Tom's. Yeah. It's like a Tom. It's we Professor. Tom. It's not about Tom. No, yeah. It's about Tom. It's about <laughs> yes. Professor Tom. I was trying to make that joke on Instagram. No, like it, it was perfect. Okay. I was like, did it land? It, it landed <laughs> so well. It took nice. me a minute, but I was like, yes. Well, where can people follow you? Where can people find oh, you? Um, again, she said at the beginning, at, on Twitter, at Angelica Florio. Then the last O is a zero because some other ho had my name. <laughs> and we're going to have to take care of that. Joe Judice style. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you love the show, be sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you have any hot takes, gossip, or info about Bravo TV, Feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com. While you're at it, make sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks so much for listening, and check back every Monday and Thursday for a new episode all about your favorite Bravo celebrities.